Hi everyone, this is Sandy Caldwell and you are listening to episode number 49 of Quilt Cabana Corner. A very merry welcome to everyone. We are creeping right up here on Christmas and our tree is up, our decorations are up, presents are sort of wrapped, kind of, sort of. I think I'm done shopping though, so that's a good thing. And I've just got my nice warm cup of coffee and I'm settling in here at the computer and I hope that you will go find something yummy to drink and come right back. We're going to be talking about the Step Into Your Art 2019 challenge. I have the first challenge ready and I will talk about some of the uh, books that we're reading in book club and um, I don't know. I got a whole list of stuff. We're just going to wing it. So are you ready? Here we go. So first I want to give a nice big shout out to Kristen2000 who left me a very nice review on iTunes and I appreciate that so much. In fact I appreciate anyone and everyone who would like to leave me a review on iTunes. That helps other people find this podcast and we might have more quilty people among us and we don't even know it and we want to make sure that they find all the good quilty podcasts. So do your part everyone, leave reviews, not just for me but for everyone. So today I am working on long arming my Jacob's Ladder Quilt Along Quilt and once that's done I'm going to load up a customer quilt and work on that. I am working on Christmas wrapping and shopping still. Christmas is almost here, can't believe it, it is almost here. And so I'm doing pretty well on the shopping front, I'm almost done. So this past weekend was our Nutcracker weekend with Leah. Leah is a point ballet dancer and for the last two years she has auditioned and performed with the Braintree Ballet Company for their very professional production of the Nutcracker. It's a huge time commitment during the fall on the weekends so this was her last year doing it. She'll still be dancing out of her regular studio but Uh, Between the hours at her normal studio and the Nutcracker hours, she was spending 16 hours a week at the dance studio. That's a lot. That's a lot for a kid. So we decided that since she'll be a senior next year, this would be the final year for that. And it was a lovely production. There were three shows, two shows on Saturday and one show on Sunday, and then a long rehearsal on Friday. So everyone was kind of really wiped out by the time we finished with that, but uh, she enjoyed being in it. She was a snowflake, a Russian dancer, and a Dresden doll this year, so she got three. Three different roles. Um, And this weekend coming up is a very special weekend in our neighborhood. We have our annual progressive holiday party, and that started many years ago, where we had four houses who were hosting, and we just walked from house to house to house for appetizers, a meal, and dessert. We have since cut out the meal because it's a lot of work and no one really wants a big sit-down meal. So this year the added twist is that we are having a murder mystery involved with it. And we've been assigned roles and we have to contact people under our new assumed names. I am Isabella Rudolph, by the way. And we'll see how it all shakes out, who the murderer is and what the clues are. And I can't wait to see how it all plays out. So that will be a lot of fun. This weekend, Lindsay will also be home from the University of Vermont. And that makes me so happy. Makes her so happy. I can't believe 
that the whole first semester of her college is done. It's so fantastic. It just goes so fast. And Amanda will be home next week, and then I will have everybody home just where I want them. I want everyone in the house, so I don't have to worry about them 24-7. I can just worry about them when they leave the house for something else <laughs> while they're home. But... Uh, yeah, Christmas is a very magical time in our house. Everyone really feels the magic and, and can't wait. So, And I hope that you all have that in your homes with the holidays that you've been celebrating. I think Hanukkah is over now, so uh, um, I hope everybody had a nice Hanukkah. And Diwali, I think, is starting. And um, I don't know what other... Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa not Diwali, Kwanzaa is um, happening, so... I wish you all joyous celebrations. All right, so I've been working on the crochet for Lindsay's cowl. I'm about halfway done with that. Haven't had as much time this week due to nutcrackering uh, as I did in the other weeks to work on it, but I'm still enjoying that. And I've been out teaching, and I'm very happy to say that one of my students, Carol, Carol, if you're listening, I'm so proud of you that you are tackling a quilt kit on your own today. Usually Carol just likes to quilt with me, which is fine, and I love that too, but it's always nice to see someone step outside their comfort zone, spread their wings, and try something on their own, and I love it. I think that's so great. So Carol, we're all pulling for you today. Get that wall hanging finished and let us see some pictures. So new in the studio is that I ordered four new long-arming pantographs, which are edge-to-edge -edge designs. Urban Elements was having their semi-annual sale last week, and of course I missed it by one day, <laughs> because why wouldn't I miss it by one day, right? But that's okay. I was feeling the need to add some designs to our repertoire, so I will post pictures of those designs under the long-arm service tab on the website quiltcabanapatterns.com so you can see which designs I offer. And I also say too on the website there are literally thousands upon thousands of pantograph designs you guys and I can't stock them all because I do use the paper version. My long arm machine is sandy guided. It is not computer guided. <laughs> so I, I do buy the paper versions. But if you wanted to send me a quilt to long arm I would love to do it for you. And if you don't see a design that you love and you would like to choose one from Urban Elements, I'm always more than happy to purchase more designs and keep them here um, for customer use. So keep that in mind. Earlier today, I was texting with my mom and I said I was going to record a podcast and was there anything that she would like to hear about? And I offer the same to you. If there's anything you guys want to hear me talk about, please let me know because I love to talk and having ideas is always great. So my mother said, yes, could you please tell me how you get so much done in a day? <laughs> well, my day starts very early at about 5.15, sometimes a little bit earlier if I'm just laying there awake. And I go to bed at 10. My kids totally think I'm a hundred years old. They're like, because I send them, well, I send my kids a good morning message every morning and a good night message to the girls in college. And normally I send that good night message at about 9.30, giving them time to reply to me because I turn into a pumpkin about 10 o'clock and get super grumpy if I'm not snug in my bed ready to go to sleep. So 
I like to send their little goodnight message at 9.30, give them time to respond, and uh, then I go to bed. So the past week or so, Lindsay was teasing me that I just, that goodnight message is so early, and my god, you go to bed so early. Yep, I do, and it's because I get up early. So this week I tried really hard not to send that message till about 10.05. <laughs> One night I waited till almost 11 because I was up doing something else. And then I was like, hey, Lindsay, do you see how late I'm sending this message? And she was like, ooh, mom, 10.05, <laughs> you're a party animal. So anyway, I do start my day very early. I uh, get up and I do my Bible devotion in the morning. I have like a, it's from Proverbs 31 and it is called, what is it called? Oh, uh, first five. And it's like a five minute Bible reading and then I read, they, they sort of unpack a passage or a, um, a chapter and then I'll read it in the Bible to follow up with it. And anyways, it's just like, five minutes each day so basically at the end of I think five years we will have traveled through the entire Bible so that's kind of cool and then right after that till about 605 I do you know I look on Facebook and I check my email and stuff like that and then I get Leah's run lunch ready for school yes I still pack her lunch and then I go get dressed and I take her to school around 7 and then when I come back I just tidy up my kitchen, feed my bunnies, and then I'm ready to go for the rest of the day. So if I'm teaching at, say, 10, uh, I'll use from like 8 to 10 to long arm or, um, you know, write a pattern or do a blog post or record a podcast, that kind of stuff. And then I have my lunch, which I think I'm realizing this, this week, I eat too much at lunch. Do you guys eat too much at lunch? I just feel like I'm so hungry and I'm, I want something salty, I want my lunch, then I want something a little chocolate after, and I think in the new year I need to cut my lunch eating a little bit. Anyways, I digress. Um, and then after lunch I use that time to go back to uh, whatever project I'm working on for Quilt Cabana, and then Leah gets home around 2, and then usually... <laughs> she has to be at the studio at the we leave at 3:40, so she's eating her dinner at three so sometimes I'm cooking dinner at two o'clock which is fine and then uh, after that I'm kind of like the mom taxi and in the evening if she's you know she dances till nighttime she's gone I'll come back and I'll work some more on some things but I'll tell you what's missing from that is TV. I really don't watch a lot of TV and I think that that is why I'm able to get as much done as I do. So I'm not someone, on the weekend I'll sit around like in my jammies and have a lot of coffee time or whatever. But I generally like to get up and get going. I feel like we as a whole, my whole family, we're better when we're busy. When we're not busy, uh, it's not good. It's you know more time to pick on each other which sounds terrible but for the girls you know it's idle time where you know they just start to annoy each other or whatever but yeah so I guess I would say the key to it mom if you're listening really is I don't watch they I don't really have TV shows that I watch I will have the TV on in the background sometimes for news or uh, when Leah's 
eating her dinner at three o'clock will throw on HGTV or something. Uh, but I guess, I guess that's the only way I know how to answer that question. I do have a planner that I use and I love it. I'm actually trying to find a new planner for next year. I've got several in mind, but I haven't really settled on any one thing. And I use that five second rule uh, that we talked about in the last couple podcasts by Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one, go. And I just make myself go do it. And I have, I want to say, I've heard from even more people this week that they're using it. And speaking of that, uh, Mel Robbins has a new, a new thing that she's doing this week people can sign up for. And uh, let me just find the email here. It's called Reset Your Mindset, I think. Let me just find it. Uh, my, oh, Mindset Reset. And it's a free thing that she does. So she, if you sign up at her website, uh, melrobbins.com, and probably if you just, she probably has something on there that says Mindset Reset. Basically, it's free. Like I said, and it's 35 days of coaching. So you'll receive an email every day for 35 days. 35 new tools designed to change your habits for good. There'll be live question and answers where you can get your questions answered. A 10 page guide, specially designed with you in mind. And a global social media changing right along with you. So she'll be doing social media stuff. And it's really designed to help you create a more positive mindset and stick to your resolutions. So I signed up for it because it's free, what the heck, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, I guess that's all I really have to say about my daily schedule. Uh, I enjoy my schedule. I am lucky that I get to run this business from my home, especially while the kids are growing up and everything. So um, yeah, I guess that's it. I hope I answered your question. Let's talk about the art challenge. I know I mentioned in the last podcast that I wanted to start a Step Into Your Art 2019 art challenge. So this is like an art quilt challenge for anyone who would like to join. And I started a Facebook, a closed Facebook group for it from my Quilt Cabana Facebook page. I have not put anything in there yet, but I will soon. I just formed the group. You're welcome to click on to join it. And that is where we will post our ideas and pictures for each challenge. There will be 12 challenges, one each month of 2019. And the idea is for us to step out of our comfort zones of traditional quilting, or maybe you're even in a rut with the modern quilting. So this is something where um, if you wanted to explore using some type of a supply or a certain technique, just something to forward or up your game for artsy type quilts. So let me preface this by saying it is open to everyone. The, the work can be any size you want it to be. We'll be posting our projects and results and helping to encourage and inspire each other and educate each other because we're all going to be using different things and um, you'll have you know when you post your project if you could post 
some sentences, like an artist statement, but we don't even have to call it that. That sounds very fancy. Um, just a few sentences about why you maybe chose to work with the supplies that you did and how you came up with the art quilt and maybe even if you plan to continue that into a series of something. And I would actually ask you to consider working in a series. I know, I think that sometimes when you're exploring something new, it's helpful to do it three or four times. So maybe for the art challenge, you would want to say, for the first quarter, I'm going to kind of use these techniques. In the second quarter, you know, I want to do something else. It gives you a little bit more time, but by no means do you have to work in a series. That's just if you want to. So the challenge for January, and you have from now until January 31st to work on this particular challenge. And of course, if you post late, no one's going to care. This is just just Sandy it's just me so <laughs> and I'm not very good at policing things <laughs> as you might have guessed so the first challenge will be called light the way light the way so you will come up with something that is artsy ish so that means not a traditional quilt if you wanted to use an element of a traditional quilt, like you needed to throw a pinwheel or flying geese in there to make your piece complete, by all means, go ahead. But just not a full traditional quilt. This is step out of your comfort zone, use your creativity, and push yourself a little bit to come up with something artsy. So it could be a postcard, it could be a wall hanging size, it could be an eight by 10, 20 by 20, you decide. You decide how you want to finish it. You decide if you even want to finish it. Sometimes our best art comes from the trash pile. I mean, you start something and then that leads to a new way of thinking about something else. So go with the flow. Go where the energy takes you, right? So in the Light the Way January challenge, you are going to be asked to use a supply that you have not used yet. Maybe it's something that you bought in 2015. Maybe it's something you bought last week. Maybe it's just something you have in your studio that you've never worked with. So if you can incorporate one type of a new supply or new to you supply uh, or technique, either way, although I feel like it's all new techniques for us, um, to try to incorporate that. And again, if you can have a couple sentences about what you're working on and the theme is light the way so that could be sunsets think sunsets think sunrises um, think spiritually think are you the person lighting the way for someone or has someone else lit the way for you uh, it could be literally natural light it could be you know and it can be anything, it really can. But if you are looking to put yourself in a direction, the theme will be light the way. So I hope that you will all join me in this challenge. I'm, I can't wait to spend the next week or two just thinking about what supply I might use and you know really what light the way means to me. What could that mean? 
So I will post things in the Facebook group. In the Facebook group, again, it's the Quilt Cabana Patterns Facebook business page. And from there, you will see that there's a group. It's a closed group, meaning that not everyone in the world can see it. But uh, you ask to join it, I will be more than happy to put you in it. And uh, that is called Step Into Your Art 2019 is the name of the group. So who is with me? You guys going to do it with me? I know Kim is going to join. She told me she would. And so is Vicki. So I hope that you will join as well. And we'll talk about it on the podcast. And I will post some stuff on the blog. So there'll be lots of ways to follow along. And if you cannot, if you if you are not on Facebook, like my mom, um, you can just email me a photo of your project and your artist statement or a couple sentences. And I will be happy to post them for you. So that is the art challenge. Step into your art 2019. I'm so excited. Yay! All right. So that was the big announcement for the the podcast because I wanted to to get that out there. I did. I'm going to switch to books for a second. I did finish the Circe book that I was reading, and that was the one about the Greek mythology. And I did not finish it in time for the actual book club. But I'm going to say that I'm actually okay with that. I, I did hear how it ended, but I still did want to finish reading it myself because I was about, oh, 65% through with it. And so I did go back to finish it. It was very good. Like I said, I am not a big fan of Greek mythology, but this book was just so well written and so well done that... Um, I loved it. I really did love it. It was very good. So if you want to hear more about it, I read that whole description in the last podcast. So I don't think anyone wants to hear it again. Uh, As I mentioned before, I am in a couple of book clubs. So that was my neighborhood book club. For um, my other book club with my friend Jill, we are reading uh, Eleanor Oliphant is just fine. I think that's the name of it. Um, that, I want to see if I can find the description here real quick. It's called Eleanor Oliphant is, com- Oliphant, Oliphant is Completely Fine by Gail Honeyman. And it says, meet Eleanor Oliphant. She struggles with appropriate social skills and tends to say exactly what she's thinking. Nothing is missing in her carefully timetabled life of avoiding social interactions where weekends are punctuated by frozen pizza, vodka, and phone chats with mummy. But everything changes when Eleanor meets Raymond, the bumbling and deeply unhygienic IT guy from her office. When she and Raymond together save Sammy, an elderly gentleman who has fallen on the sidewalk, the three become the kinds of friends who rescue one another from the lives of isolation they've each been living. And it is Raymond's big heart that will ultimately help Eleanor find the way to repair her own profoundly damaged one. Soon to be a major motion picture, produced by Reese Witherspoon, Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine as the smart, warm, and uplifting story of an out-of-the-ordinary heroine whose deadpan weirdness and unconscious wit make for an irresistible journey as she realizes the only way to survive is to open your heart. Doesn't that sound good? I downloaded it and I cannot wait to start that. Okay, and then while I'm on Amazon here real quick, going to look up the one for my business book club is Michael Hyatt's new book 
um, and I believe it's called Your Best Year Ever. I did not order it yet, but it says it's a five-step plan for achieving your most important goals. So we'll see if I get to order that one and read it before our book club um, for the business one. But it looks good, sounds good. So I think, let's see, we're at about 24 minutes and I think I made it through everything that I wanted to talk about, except if one thing, if you are looking to treat yourself for Christmas or a birthday or any occasion or anything at all really, and you are wondering what might be my favorite quilty Christmas gift or gift, um, I will tell you, as I look around my studio, and I know a lot of people already know this is my favorite because I've talked about it before, but here it is another year and it's still my favorite, and believe me, I buy a lot of quilting stuff. And my favorite is, da 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 da, the big board. It is still the big board ironing board cover. And it is huge. It's a big rectangle that's made of wood and it's padded and has a cover and it sits right on top of your ironing board. And it increases that workspace by so much. And it's perfect for when you have to put your borders on, pinning big things, if you're doing a, you know, a larger size quilt with an applique. It is so great. Those little ironing boards with the pointy ends, they stink. They are so tiny. And the big board probably runs about a hundred something dollars. But if you have a handy person in your life or you wanna can hire a handy person, they're very easy to make. It's just a piece of plywood. Um, and then like a little bit of like a, I wanna say like a border that's attached to it that's wood so it doesn't fall off your ironing board. But I think I got mine from Nancy's Notions. And I know that now they make them with like an iron, um, like a cutting surface also can go on top of it, but you don't even need that because you have cutting boards. But the big board, that is my, I'm gonna say gift of the decade. Because like I said, no matter how many times I sit there and think to myself, oh, look at all these quilty gift guides. I should do a gift guide. Um, my number one and always has been is the big board. So do yourself a favor, everyone, and get one. You won't regret it, I promise. It's such a great, great thing to have in your studio. All right, I think I'm done talking, and I'm out of breath, probably because I ate too much lunch. So, yeah. Anyway, you can find me at quiltcabanapatterns.com, quiltcabanapatterns.com forward slash blog. You can email me at c-o-l-w-e-l-l, S is in Sandy, G is in Greg, at Comcast.net. You can find me on Twitter as Quilt Cabana Patterns. You can find me on Facebook as Quilt Cabana Patterns business page. You can find me on Instagram. I'm either Sandy Caldwell or Quilt Cabana Patterns. can never remember which, but you'll find me. And I also have a Quilt Cabana Corner YouTube video channel but I really haven't done too many videos lately because I resurrected this podcast. Uh, I think that's it. So I will see you in two weeks, and I think Christmas will be over by then. So sometime over Christmas vacation, I'll hope to sneak away and speak to you guys and see how you're all doing. 
I'm not great about doing it when people are in the house. I don't know why. I could just shut the door and do it, but I feel funny. I feel like... I don't even know if it's that I feel like I'm going to be interrupted or I think I'm more just self-conscious speaking when my whole family's home. <laughs> Which I really shouldn't because I never shut up when they're home. So... I think that's it. I hope that you all have a very, very, very quilty and fun week. Get your projects done. Think about the Step Into Your Art 2019 challenge and join me because the more people, the more fun, right? And send me some questions, things that you would like to hear on the podcast. And that's it. I'm going to sign off. Have a great one, guys.